0: And now, on Prophetic Faith. Hello ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another week's broadcast here, Prophetic Faith. I am Pastor Robbie Barrett, pastor of Accelerant Faith Ministries in Tazewell, Virginia. Tonight we're going into part two of volume two of Distractions. I know that you've been enjoying these last couple of weeks about learning how serious distractions are. They're nothing to be played around with. They're not something that just occupies our time for a little while. No. They are sent by the enemy to totally destroy your destiny in God. And that's what matters. The plans that God has for you in your life, that is top priority. And when we let distractions come in and choke the life out of these things, we sabotage our future in Christ. Now tonight, as we did last week, we've been dealing with how we should never focus on the enemy's strength, never, never. I don't care how how much he's growling, I don't care how much he's shouting, never focus on the enemy's strength. You focus on the greater is he that is in you. That's who you focus on. And we're gonna learn tonight about how David did exactly that. If there's any example that we could use that somebody did this perfectly, it was David when he went up against Goliath. Let's get into this message. It is really going to bless you, and I will see you at the end of the program. He stood and cried out. This is Goliath. to the, to He's crying out to the armies of Israel, right? And he stood and he cried out to the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are you come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine? And you servants of Saul, choose you men for you, And let them come down to me. And if they be able to fight with me, to kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall you be our servants and serve us. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man and we may fight together. And when Saul and all of Israel heard these words... Of the Philistine, they were what? Dismayed and greatly afraid. Is this not what we've been talking about? Mm. So this sums up this entire word that God has given you today. Watch this. Satan works through people. That so and so. I can't stand so and so, you know. They just thought it's not so and so you're fighting. It's the spirits they've subjected themselves to. Amen. And this time he uses what? A giant. Now why would he use a giant? What have we been learning? He's as a roaring lion, right? He wants to look as big, as strong, as impossible as he can look. You ever notice that little things are not trying to come against you. It seems like things that are big, massive, right? Strong. He likes to present himself, what? Big and loud. What's he doing right here? You've got this big man, somewhere around nine foot nine. Somebody say, that's big. You've got this big man who has, and the Bible says he was trained from his youth, how to war. He was a trained fighter. He was a trained soldier. And here he is, what, doing what? Taunting. Taunting. He's loud. He's shouting at them. There's no way you're going to overtake us. We're going to take you down. We're going to kill you. We're going to destroy you. Now why is he doing this? Let me tell you why. Look at verse 11. It says that they were dismayed and terrified because of the enemy's tactic of warfare is what? Intimid, distraction by intimidation. They were terrified. They were dismayed. You know what that word dismayed means? It means shook up. You ever been shook up? Come on. You ever just have something hit you sideways you wasn't even prepared for? It just The enemy tried to shake you up? It's to do what? It's to take your focus off of what God told you to do. Here was the armies of Israel. This was God's army. Are y'all listening to me? They had God as their commander in chief. Who better to have somebody leading your armies than God Almighty himself? The Bible says that he is the God of war. Uh, Oh, y'all don't hear that, do you? You guys hear about how God is just lovey and merciful and gracious and all these other things. He is those things. But when it's time to battle, God knows how to fight. Lord, somebody needs to say amen. When it's time to fight for you and stand for you, God knows how to fight for you. David said, you have taught my hands to battle. You've taught me how to fight. But they wasn't thinking about any of that. Do you see what I'm talking to you right now? that because distraction through intimidation was taking place, because they were focused on the enemy's strength, they wasn't looking at God. They wasn't saying, oh, God's so mighty. You remember that time he parted the Red Sea? Oh, you remember that time that he made the earth open up and swallow thousands of people and close back up? They wasn't talking about any of that. All they could see was Goliath. I wonder how many in here this morning and those that's watching... Is that all you see is what the enemy's doing? Well, the enemy's doing this, he's doing that. I couldn't tell you how many people I talk to almost on a daily basis. These are the things that come out of their mouth. And I'm talking about people that's in church. But I tell you what, the enemy's raging right now. Oh, he's doing this, he's doing that. And it's never what God is doing. It's never, let me tell you right now, God is on the move, man. He's healing, He's setting free, He's delivering, He's doing all these things. It's never those conversations. And I know right away what they've been looking at. Come on. They've not been looking at God, their salvation. They've been looking at the enemy's strength. And because this army, God's army, was focused on the enemy's strength, they were shook up And they were terrified. Verse 16, and I don't have it up here, but verse 16 says that Goliath did this for 40 days. So 40 days, every day he stepped out, out, out of the line of the army and taunted and cursed and threatened Israel for 40 days. So let me ask you a question. What do you think happened by the 40th day? Let me tell you, watch this. I guarantee you that they were more shook up and they were more terrified on the 40th day than they were on the first day. What are you saying, pastor? The more you let this go on, the bigger the enemy looks. Come on. The more you focus on it, the more you focus and pay attention to what he's doing right now in your life, the bigger it gets. And you know this. Why do we praise God? Why do we come in here and praise God and lift our hands? And why does the Bible tell us over and over and over to praise God? The more you praise him, the bigger God becomes. The more you focus on what God is doing, the more mighty He becomes to you. The more strong He becomes. Are y'all getting this today? So after the 40th day, I'm going to tell you that the distractions had only got worse. They had totally forgot about the miracle worker. The one who does, di- and, and that's exactly what God said. He said, When you look at an enemy and that enemy looks to be stronger and mightier than you, He says, Remind yourself. Anytime where God tells you to remind yourself, that means to praise Him. That's what the word praise means. It means to remind you. See, when you praise God, you can't help but remind yourself of who He is, it's automatic. So God says, Begin to praise me. And realize that if I did it before, I'm going to do it again. You remember that impossible enemy you faced before. He's nowhere to be found now. Amen? The Bible says that God swallowed Pharaoh and all of his army in the Red Sea. Amen. Now look at 1 Samuel 17, verses 32 to 37. Let's read right there. All right, so he says, And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of this enemy. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, You are not able to go against this Philistine to fight for him, fight with him, for you are but a youth, and, a, and he a man of war from his youth. And David said unto Saul, Thy servant have kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. I went after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by the beard and smote him and slew him. Somebody say, That's a man right there. Verse 36. And, the, and the, thy servant slew both the lion and the bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be one of them. Lord have mercy. Do you read that and just, you feel like I the tiger's playing right now. All right. Verse uh, 37. It says, And David said moreover, The Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion, come on, Out of the pall of the bear shall deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, go and the Lord be with you. All right, so watch this. David said somebody's got to do something about this. He said to his fellow soldiers, he said, is there not a cause? Say that with me. Is there not a cause? Is there not something worth fighting for? See, I know that the enemy's presenting himself as strong and mighty and impossible to get around. But you've got to ask yourself, why is he doing that? There's got to be something worth fighting for. Come on. There's got to be some, some kind of trophy, some kind of inheritance on the other side of that, or he would not be doing that. Lord, come on now. So watch this. The rest of the men were focused on Goliath. Right? We know that. But David, his focus was on God. How do I know this? Saul says to him, there's no way that you can take this man out. David said, I will take him out. Why? Watch this. David did what God told him to do in Deuteronomy. David said, I'm going to remind myself. There was a time a lion came against me and I took out the lion. There was a time that the enemy presented himself as a bear and I took out the bear. The same enemy that God delivered me from before, he'll do it again. Somebody needs to say amen. And notice what he says right here. Listen to his language. He said this uncircumcised Philistine is no different. Now what's that mean right there? That's covenant talk. David was a man of covenant. Let me say it again because you didn't get David was a man of covenant. If you don't know that, read 1 Kings, 2 Kings. Read 1 Chronicles, 2 Chronicles. How time after time David's descendants did what was wrong, what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And God said, but for David's sake, I will leave one to rule on his throne. Ladies and gentlemen, that's covenant. <laughs> David said this giant yeah he's big he's strong he's shouting he's making himself look big and bad but here's the thing he doesn't have a covenant with God so that means he doesn't know God I know God and he doesn't let me put it in today's language I know somebody who's bigger and badder and stronger than he is. That's why I will go and I will fight this Philistine. See, let me tell you something, church. You have to know who it is that's on the inside of you. Come on. You have to know who you are in him. Because when you do so, it doesn't matter what you are up against. You are going to look at that thing and say, you are not taking what belongs to me. Can somebody say, amen? You're not taking my inheritance. You're not taking my peace. You're not taking my kids. You don't look at things that happen in life and say, well, that's just the way it is. No, you do something about it. As David said, is there not a cause? You're going to let this man keep running his mouth against the armies of Israel, how long are y'all going to let this keep going on? And so what is God saying today? How long are you going to keep putting up with the enemy in your life? You know where he's been working. You don't need me to prophesy to you. You know where he's been working in your life. My question to you is from God today is how long are you going to keep letting him work? Because watch this. The Bible said he was doing this for 40 days. That tells me right now that as long as you let the enemy buy with it, he's going to keep doing it. He's not going anywhere. I think so many people wake up one day just hoping and praying that the enemy goes away on his own. That's not how this works. You have to stand. Turn to your neighbor and say, you have to stand. You have to make up your mind. All right, so... Let me say this. Yes, the enemy was big. Yes, he's strong. Yes, he's mighty. But only in the natural. <laughs> Did y'all get what I just said? I, I didn't come here today and tell you that the enemy's not strong. He's not mighty. He's, he's, he's not powerful. He is those things but only in the natural. Pray the Lord. No, you're not natural. Come on, somebody. You're not natural. You are supernatural. The Bible says that right now, I know you're sitting in these chairs this morning, but right now in the spirit realm, you are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You are in a higher level than he is. See, your enemy that you are facing is a flesh devil. What does that mean? He works and operates in the flesh. What you, get, what you let him get by with and what you respond to in the flesh is what he'll do. Praise the Lord. I was coming to church this morning, but it seems like every time I get ready to come to church, the, the dog gets sick, the kids get sick, whatever. They're going to keep getting sick until you take a stand. Praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. It's going to keep happening. Man, I was going to give. I, you know, I was going to sow a seed. I was going you know, to help the ministry. But it seems like every time I try to do so, money gets a little tight. It's going to keep getting tight. Somebody say amen. The enemy is strong in the natural. But it's time that you come up to a higher level. Listen to me, you've got to quit fighting the enemy on his turf. David physically was no match. I think we can all agree on that, right? He was no match whatsoever. No doubt that Goliath could have took him and threw him halfway across the valley with ease. But David, oh, look at what David said. I I, I can't get ahead of myself. Watch this. Let me say this, though, before I get to that. David had to go through this giant to get to his inheritance, and so do you. How many wants your inheritance? Come on. There are giants that are guarding it. In other words, there are supernatural powers guarding it that are keeping you from obtaining it. And the only way you're going to get it is you're going to have to overtake them. Come on. You can't get around those giants. See, the people, watch this. The Israelites, they wanted the promised land, but they didn't want to face the giants. But God said, you're going to have to face the people. Come on. You're going to have to face your enemy. Let me tell you something. What have people tried to do for a few years now? They've tried to run from these things. They've tried to hide themselves away trouble will find you it will find you you can't hide i don't care what your address is it knows where you live listen to what job said job said i did all these things and yet the things that i fear still came upon me somebody say you've got to stand and you've got to fight You cannot, and to fight, watch this, and to fight with victory, you cannot look at the enemy's strength. You have to look at the strength that God has placed on the inside of you. The Bible says it like this, Greater is he that is in me than he that is of the world. Come on, Satan's of this world, but you're not of this world. Come on, you're of a heavenly world. You are ruling and reigning with God. All right, so watch this. It didn't matter how much the enemy tried to make himself look bigger. And he tried. How many knows he tried? Lord, he tried. David kept his focus on God. Now, go to verse 41 through 47. Verses 41 through forty. It says, And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. And the man that bore his shield... Went before him, and when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, and he was for he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. Somebody say he looked good, and Phil and the Philistine said unto David, "Am I a dog that you come to me with staffs?" And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. So David took a stand. Right. I hear so many people, I took a stand. I took a stand on faith. I started standing on the Word. And it seemed like the enemy got louder and bigger and stronger. Is this not what this said? Here David took a stand and here David is walking towards him. And Goliath didn't say, oh, I better get out of here. What am I trying to tell you? See, the enemy doesn't believe what God said about you. He doesn't think that you can overtake him. Come on. He doesn't think that you can take what belongs to you. He thinks that, yeah, you might try, but he's going to keep everything he stole from you. But don't you let that take your focus. All right, now let's go on. And David said unto him, you come to me. And I will give my flesh. And the Philistine said, Let me go back to verse 43. And the Philistine said, You come to me with staffs. And, and the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air and the beasts of the field. What's he trying to do? Distraction by intimidation. Goliath is trying to intimidate David. Why? Because if he can intimidate him, he's got him. He'll take his focus off of God, and he'll lose this battle. And in, the, in verse 45, Then David said to the Philistine, "That come, You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. You know what that word right there is? He said, I come to you in the name of the Lord of the Sabaoth. Praise God. Listen, we are crushing the enemy's tactics. I know that he does a great job at presenting himself as unbeatable, but I'm telling you right now, whatever you're facing is beatable. I don't care if it's cancer, I don't care if it's financial hardship, I don't care if it's trouble in your family, whatever, it is beatable with God. There is nothing that is impossible when you put your faith and trust in the Lord. Look at what David did. He did not focus on the enemy's strength, but guess what, all of the army of Israel did. And you see the difference. While uh, David was bold and ready to take on Goliath, what was the rest of the army did? The Bible says that for 40 days, they got more and more and more afraid. Why? Because every single day, they went out there and they focused on this enemy. How strong he was. How powerful, how how he had defeated this, how he defeated that. All the things that he was saying. He was cursing God and his armies for 40 days. But David said, somebody's got to shut this devil up. And that's where you've got to come to. You've got to come to the place where you say, somebody's got to shut the enemy up in my life. And it's going to be me. Glory to God. And you do that by focusing on God's strength in you. Paul said, our weapons are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. You've got the power. you just got to tap into it. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight for those who are watching. I thank you for this word, Lord. I thank you that you have opened our eyes to the distractions in our life, and I thank you that you've empowered us to remove them. Father, let these people see who they are in you. As they get into your word, as they spend time in prayer, Father, let their minds be renewed, that as their minds are renewed you begin to show them who they really are in you and when they know who they are in you they are not going to put up with the enemy's junk i praise you and i thank you father as you are the mighty god you are strong you are invincible and because you are invincible so are we in jesus name and everybody said amen and amen as i do uh, every single week i want to take this time to thank you faith partners, faith partners Thank you for supporting this ministry. <clears throat> Every seed that you sow into this ministry, you promise yourself a harvest. And not only that, but you benefit the kingdom. You help us get this word out to many people. So when we, when God uses us to change lives, it's as if you went and changed those lives. That's the power of partnership. And if you're watching this, and may have been watching this for quite some time now, and you haven't partnered with this ministry yet, why don't you pray about becoming a faith partner? That as you join with us, you go where we go, even when you can't go. Think about that. And those of you who watch us uh, and write to us, call us, write us letters, contact us on social media, just letting us know the testimonies, uh, the blessings that this program has caused in your life. Listen to me. You encourage me and you build me up as I read those things. So thank you for that. So until then, keep walking by faith. I will see you here next week. Be blessed. If you would like to become a faith partner, please contact us at P.O. Box 264, Taswell, Virginia 24651. You may also reach us at 276-971-2333. You may also request information at AccelerateFaith.org. Our email for faith partners are faithpartner at AccelerateFaith.org as well. in the name of Jesus, the devil is a liar.